Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Rem and Sam podcast. We do have to start this off with a quick housekeeping note. Unfortunately, IT has done it again. The Lost Tapes does have their newest entry. We are going to record, or I guess we ended up doing a shorter episode. You guys are going to be listening to a shorter episode than normal with our guy Ian Fatiport. We're doing some new stuff with the setup, and unfortunately, some of the draft stuff that we talked about, NFL draft stuff, didn't end up making it on the recording. But it's okay. We still covered a bunch of stuff. There's still a bunch of fun stuff in there that we talked about, and at least there's still something for you guys that hopefully you can enjoy. So shout out to our guy Fataport and we'll get right into the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's the Rem and Sam podcast. Our guy Fataport made it in just in time. Are you just off the plane? Are you walking Pretty in much, off? Yeah. <laughs> Drop the bag. I guess you said when, before we started that you hadn't even unpacked yet. I had nothing's unpacked. It's all just sitting right behind me. Back from back from Florida, was it business? I mean, it's always business when our guy uh, it's, yeah, it's always traveling. Business. It's always business. It's always. I don't, I don't know if there was a, a a golf trip or who. I mean, who knows what was going on uh, with the uh, our guy Fadport? I know there was definitely a a beach thing involved, but um, there was a a couple of things that did happen this week that we'll get into, and then there is also some draft stuff as well too that we're gonna. Start getting in. I mean, we had to keep our guy. We had to find an excuse to keep our guy Fataport around for just a little bit longer. So we we're like, hey, let's keep, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about the draft for a little bit. The draft is end of April, so we'll be yeah. mixing in a little bit of draft talk. I think we're gonna start with uh, a pretty heavy topic pause uh, for this one. But I was uh, Fataport. I was at work today, and have you ever gotten? Have you ever gotten like a celebrity comparison from a guy? Or from like a person, or just like, like a, when you oh, see you kind of out in public and yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Have been, has anybody ever done that to you where they're like, oh, you look oh. like this person? Have you ever gotten I don't one? Think so. I, nothing that comes to my mind. I got, I, I, I don't get them very often either, too. But uh, I did get one from a guy at work today, and this is like, this is like an older guy too. I don't even know if you're necessarily gonna know who this guy is, but his name's Lyle Lovett. So the guy told me that I look like Lyle Lovett. I don't even really know when this guy was a star, but I I only know of Lyle Lovett for one reason, and that's because Norm McDonald, I don't know if you're familiar with Norm McDonald either, but stand-up comedian on SNL, Dirty Work, bunch of other movies, great stand-up. He he had a famous joke on SNL about Lyle Lovett when he was getting divorced from Julia Roberts. So that's like the only thing I know about him. So like, you know, uh, me early 20s just a guy. I feel like this guy telling me that he was like, there's no way this kid's going to know who Lyle Lovett is. But it's like, okay, I'm like the one guy in this place that probably knows. Do you have a picture of him? Can you uh, see I'm him? I'm looking at one right now, yeah. It's it's not, I mean, no, no disrespect to our guy Lyle Lovett. I mean, he's an icon, but I don't know if it's a comparison you want to get. I, you know, uh, I kind of see it just like with like, he was mainly like talking about curly, the hair like because, like, yeah, my hair's super curly. Yeah, but so your Lovett hair's not curly. like six inches tall. Like this. That's guy's what I told him. Tall. That's what I said. Yeah. I was like, my, I was like, I, I mean, I get, I, that was the first thing that I was like, okay, I, we both have super curly hair. I get what he's saying there, and he's he's probably just trying to be funny. And this guy, you know, he's not like, 
a super reliable source. I mean, it's if anybody's going to call me a lie, I love it. Like, it better be this guy. It's it's okay. But, you know, like the, the curly hair is the thing. Let me see if I can find the find the joke, because for our audio listeners as well, too, it'll kind of explain why uh if you haven't looked up why i love it yet it'll kind of explain why it's not a great comparison oh here it is he did it on do you have have you ever heard of norm mcdonald i think i've heard of him before i know he was on like snl in the 90s he did weekend yeah, updates the name stuff, sounds familiar he also his famous movie is called dirty work him and Artie lang and i i want to say he's in grown-ups too i want he makes a cameo in grown-ups but i can't remember here it is. For some time. Yeah, oh, there, the yeah that's him. Said came with Lyle Lovett. <laughs> Julia Roberts told reporters this week that her marriage to Lyle Lovett has been over for some time. The key moment, she said, came when she realized that she was Julia Roberts and that she was married to Lyle Lovett. That's <laughs> <laughs> so a tough beat for anybody that it's the Lyle Lovitz comparison because well I mean it for one it means that maybe you can pull a Julia Roberts but it means she's not sticking around yeah yeah that's kind of unfortunate for you there getting that kind of comparison but oh. eh, you live and you learn you move on you know somebody somebody said Blake Griffin once too I think that was also curly hair to you yeah yeah it's got his be hair's hair. red though well I mean no offense, you you don't look like you could play linebacker in the NFL like Blake Griffin, mm. and you're also not out here having kids with porn stars. So that that kind of you know that kind of. <laughs> oh, I don't think it was Blake Griffin. I think it was. You don't think so? There's no, I no think it was it confirmed. It was somebody else. No, no way. We're both talking about this. We're both talking about the same, the same you know baby yeah. mama, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Bruce Brown. There's no way. Did you look it up? Is it confirmed? Well, the first I said, who is the father of Lana Rhodes' child? And the first thing says fact checked is Bruce Brown Jr. Lana Rhodes' baby daddy. But he's like black, black, isn't he? Like that kid's not that black. I don't I mean, I don't know if he's like a Michael Blackson. I mean, I'm not a scientist or anything, but. The last thing that I saw, and this was a couple years ago, when Logan Paul was talking about it on his podcast. Yeah. And you know how they like mute the audio when he says the name, but like you can still see what he's saying. It looked like he said Blake Griffin. That's why. That's what I go off of. I know. And then there was also KD rumors as well, too. At oh, that God. time. Because I, I remember I, I, I remember what you're talking about. Because there was like another clip where they they bleeped. Uh, maybe Maybe KD wasn't the same exact case but it was from the logan paul thing where they like they bleeped his name but they also blurred his mouth but it was like super quick so mm. people were like oh it's like an initial you know kd it's two letters you say it super fast and i think yeah there was like some people like reading yeah. like i don't know like trying to like read the rhythm of whatever you know he's saying around it or whatever but yeah because i think she like she had like posted on one she had posted on some story on one of the things about it she was like at a game and she posted like, oh, I, I don't remember. I don't remember the quote, but I think it was along the lines of, oh, screw this guy. You know, he's not really clutching up, you know, and this is, you know, we're not saying that that's what Bruce Brown. I don't know if that's what the reports are saying that he did. I'm just saying that that's what she posted on her. Like, that was the kind of the yeah. sentiment, I think, of what she was posting on her story. And then people were like, oh, OK, that makes sense. It's him. <laughs> 
because oh yeah it was also it was also a player on the nets at that time so blake griffin and kd were both on the nets and so but so was yeah. bruce brown but obviously i think i think maybe people got thrown off because the word star might have been used and i mean that's no shot at our guy bruce mm. brown but i think people were like okay you know obviously I mean, he KD, was never yeah. like yeah, he's not KD. Like he was, he's a bench guy. Even when he played for the Nuggets, he was a bench guy too. Yeah, he was a he was the sixth man. Even though he was a guy yeah. that you know they could definitely throw out there in mm-hmm. the the final five was still a guy that was playing off the bench for him. But and you know Blake Griffin used to be a star. Still has, I think the at least off the court. Anyways, you think Blake Griffin still has the cachet of a like all the, those guys don't really lose. Oh, it. I bet. Yeah, not not with not no. With like Blake. he's like like he was he was a star for so long that like that doesn't really go away unless you like get like really bad like i like one name that comes to mind that where that could happen would be like russell westbrook because it's just like the complete drop off he took from like being on the thunder and then then in la and now now on the other side of la but even if like russell westbrook pulls up to a spot though I feel like it's still it's still yeah, Russell Westbrook. still knows who he is, and he's he's pretty he's still a big deal. But like you like your level of playing style for that to happen would have to like go from like this to this, or you'd have to kill someone. Yeah, like that's the only <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, and then who knows? Maybe you end up on a guest as the on the Cam and Maze pod as a one of their analysts at some point because they <laughs> they end up getting OJ on there. But oh, yeah. you, there there is a clip from look up the look up OJ says not to confess and see if you can find the clip from the show this week because they were they were talking about something OJ says what OJ says not to confess you may you may pull up some older clips but I mean you you're looking for the the recent one from Cam Mace and I think you'll be able to find it. Sorry for the listeners that we're just talking about looking up clips but I mean if OJ OJ clips never get old I feel like <laughs> There, every everybody. Oh, can... the headline is OJ Simpson, seventy-six, makes shocking confession joke on a podcast nearly thirty years on from the trial of the century, and the quote is, "No man, don't confess. Y'all got to leave me out of this one." <laughs> yeah, shocking is right because I mean the thing is you have him on the show, obviously knowing that. Yeah, I mean everybody knows the OJ story, so. And it's like, yeah. will that ever be addressed? Because it's like, will they ever address it? Do they ever wait for him to bring it up at some point? So you're just kind of like tiptoeing around it. And the fact that he actually like kind of brought it up is, is kind of crazy. Oh, here's the clip from the episode, but they did post if, it in a if short. If he did as well kill too. his wife though, if he did kill his wife and, and her, her new boyfriend or whatever he was to her, like, why would he, why, why would he go through all that trouble? She wasn't even like hot. And I mean, he basically has already done this as well, too, because he wrote a book that was called If I Did It and basically detailed I mean, the entire entire thing. Even if he were to admit that he did it, they can't try him again anyway. Did they did they have to take it down? Oh, no, here it is. Confessor. Your, your, your lion eyes. 
So leave me out of the confession. Yo. Oh, no confession. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now I got me out of this. I forget what they were. I even forget what they were talking about too. But it was definitely, it was definitely not something that high stakes. But it was something where, yeah, somebody had to confess for something. There, and they set them up perfectly. They were like, OJ, would you confess? And he was like, Confess? I don't, I don't, I don't think you got to confess. But yeah. <laughs> Lyle, love yeah, it. I've been seeing. Oh no, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I've been seeing like on TikTok and stuff, like a bunch of like OJ Simpson trial TikToks, like recently too, like out of nowhere. So like, I was wondering mm. where that came from. It probably came from this podcast. It it might have, and there, I mean, they're popping up. I don't know if you saw, but like at the end of last year, Complex did a list of the most popular sports personalities, and they were, I think they were like six on the list. The mm. list, and you know, their their podcast is only. I don't even know if it's been around for. A year at this point so yeah i mean they're they're influential enough that like you said the headline they would definitely get it going but if if you guys have a celebrity comparison for our guy fataport slide in the slide in the dms if you have one if you have one that's uh lyle love it that's not lyle love it for for me if you have one for sam <laughs> slide in the dms with celebrity comparisons for your boys and we'll uh we'll see what pops up but we are we are one week away from the Super Bowl, which the biggest the biggest day in television, the biggest television event. And I was seeing numbers as well too that just in general the NFL playoffs, the numbers for the playoffs were all up. I think they were saying that like the average playoff viewership might have been at like an all time high for this century. But this week, I I got to tell you, it was like I don't want to I don't want to call this the worst week of television. Because there was, there is still stuff going on and still stuff to watch. But like we're saying, the NFL playoffs was, everybody was tuned in, pretty insane. We get the Super Bowl next week, but sandwiched in between, how much, what did you watch more of? The, the Grammys or the Pro Bowl? Did you tune into either one? Uh, I actually watched probably more of the Grammys than I did the Pro Bowl. Mm. I watched like the last like hour and a half of the Grammys. And I watched like the last 10 minutes of the last flag football game of the Pro Bowl. What do you think the the ratings were just in general? Like which one do you which one would you guess got more viewers? I would guess the Grammys did. You're you're correct. Do you want to guess by like yeah. how much? Ooh. It's got to be like in the millions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, couple mil. So the Grammys were actually, and I was, I don't have them in front of me, but I was looking at it before we jumped on the call. And they were saying that the Grammys was, it was a big jump up from last year as well, but it's been climbing a little bit the last couple of years. I think it was around, it was like an average of just under 17 million viewers for the show. And I think for the Pro Bowl, they were saying like, Five and a half mil. Yeah. Well, the Pro so Bowl is almost like a three times as now. much. The Pro Bowl is just a joke. Like it's just like I don't know how to say it other than it's just a joke. Like it's like it's it's funny to watch, but like it, there's no competitive aspect to it. So th there's almost no reason for it. Is it just because we're older now? Because like the thing, the thing that I realized like tuning into the Pro Bowl now, because I I did try, I I actually didn't see like any of this live. I 
I knew that the the skills challenge was going to be on that the Thursday because I'd seen the promos for you know watching the ESPN NBA stuff, but then I you know I got to watching basketball on Thursday and like totally skipped all of the the skills challenge mm-hmm. stuff, totally missed it, and then saw it on YouTube after that. And went to like start watching these challenges. And I was like, oh, this stuff is for kids. Like, I can't watch this. I got stuff to go do. Yeah. I gotta be productive. Well, and I it's it's I don't even think it's like like yes, it's that like we're like an older demographic, so like it doesn't really matter like to us, but like more people watched it, like more people would probably watch it now if it was back at the old ways. It's like you have AFC versus NFC. It's an actual full game with like full field, everything, full rules, all that shit. Cause it's just like, there's no competitive to it. You've like before you'd have the best 11 guys on offense versus the best 11 guys on defense for each conference. Now you've got a center, three wide receivers and a running back and a tight end with flags, barely like touching each other. Like not like it's not football, like it's football, but it's not football. Cause it's just flag football. Like, two-hand touch it's like the shit that like we grew up doing at recess Mm -hmm. like we don't we don't care to watch like the biggest football league in the world do the same shit when we can do it ourselves like it's it's not something we care for in a two-hand touch game like on the playground i mean it's gonna it's gonna get intense it's not just gonna stay like a nice light two-hand touch like it's probably gonna turn into like a pseudo tackle type thing at some point like a recess is a recess flag football game more intense than the pro bowl it are the kids seems at, like it is i mean are the kids at recess more competitive at this point probably i know i i know i sure as hell was has it so that's <laughs> that's what i was gonna ask you is like has it always were we just were when we were kids were we just like again like fascinated by the pro bowl like was it just for or was it actually it was better back in the day right it was better, yeah. And then, like, slowly, like, I would argue, like, when they went from the AFC-NFC to, like, the captains games, like, where there was, like, Team Carter, Team Irvin, like, those mm-hmm. couple years, is when you could tell it was going downhill because, like, guys would play less defense. It was just seemed, like, more, like, lax as a game altogether. And then when they finally took the turn from that into, like, the skills showdown and the flag football games and stuff, is like, everyone knew that, like, the NFL, like, in the Pro Bowl aspect was just like becoming soft and like softer and softer and nobody really cares for it. And that's just when, that's when the ratings and everything took a downhill turn. I think the only way they can fix that is to like bring back the old style of the Pro Bowl, which I know, like I'm assuming the NFL would never do. I'm, I'm watching the Sean Taylor hit right now that he laid on the punter. This is 2006. This is, I guess, I guess this is 20 years ago at this point. So kind of a, kind of a ways away. 20 years ago. 20 years ago, I can probably bet you that 100% of people who saw that hit thought it was awesome. And now that we've tailored to like this flag football, like don't hurt each other style of the Pro Bowl, half the, like I saw that clip come back up on Twitter, like since the Pro Bowl is coming up, let's like reshare this. Half the comments were like, holy shit, this was awesome. Bring back real football. And the other half was like, this, it's a Pro Bowl, like the best of the best are here. Like this type of hit is just like not needed. And it was like, these snowflakes just should be watching football. Like. <laughs> It is a brutal hit. It's 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 brutal, but it's football. Like that's what people come to tune in for. Like nobody cares just to like watch two hand touch flag football when like you've got the best of the best NFL players from that year all competing. Like we want to see the real thing. And the only the only reason I think that would ever be 
a problem just because would the other guys be going at the same speed and then, you know, guys get at risk of injury at that point. So, but I mean, and like, it just shows you that guys, I think were like, you're saying guys were definitely more competitive back then. They definitely cared about it a little bit more. So I don't know if that's, well, I guess they have been, you know, the Cam and pod has been talking about that a lot too, about just the, the mindset about where these younger athletes are at, you know, especially chasing the money, you know, like what the, what the money and the, the fame can do for you. But also the fact that a lot of these athletes now too, were like athletes, kids and the, yeah. you know, their parents are also, you know, got the bag in the NFL before them. So it's just a, a different breed of people that are, you know, like showing up in, in the, in the NFL and in, in, in these sports leagues. So I don't know how much that has to do with it, but is there, is there any way that you can fix it? to make it more competitive. And I know that's always the question in these, I mean, the, again, the NFL is not the only one struggling with it. The NBA is always trying to make changes as well to, to get the guy to care. And it's tough because it's an exhibition game. You really don't want anybody to get hurt in a, a meaningless game like this, but yeah. I get, well, I, do you think it's important to even have a pro bowl or a thing like that at all? I think if like, you bring back like the old type of way, like it's a full game and everything. You've got the best on the best on each side, not as many substitutions like during the game. I think that there's a reason for it because like people want to see the best of the best. And I think like, if you're asking like, if there's a way to fix it, like I know there used to be in the MLB, that home field advantage in the world series was decided by the, by the all-star game. So <laughs> yeah. the NL beat the AL, the NL gets the, gets the home field advantage and that's like true incentive and I don't think in the NFL that there's like anything incentive about the Pro Bowl other than just being there like Did I'm they sure get like the money? experience is cool I would yeah I would assume so but like, I mean outside, like outside of the, the contract past, stuff obviously like any like on contract in past, incentives but and yeah in the past there was incentive to like actually like bring skill to the competition and play like you'd play like a normal game now, like all the incentive is, is like if you get nominated and you get voted as a Pro Bowl, like you show up because you want paid. Like you don't show up because you actually want to play football. And I think that's just so bullshit for everybody who gets to watch it. And now, too, it's like, you know, so many of the good players are just tapping out in general as well, too. Like, and, you know, this is no shot to the guys that are in the skills challenges, but, you know, it's like Miles Killebrew is like doing all this stuff. And it's like, you know, at some point, your stars, I think, have to. If you're going to have a thing where you're trying to showcase the stars, the stars have to step up. But do you think you like outside of the money that you make on the weekend, is there any really reason for it? Like, cause you, you can name the guys to the pro bowl, right. And just not play the game. Like, do you even need to have a weekend? No, not at all. And I think like to show that, like how much of a joke the pro bowl is like the three NFC quarterbacks that we had this year, were Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, and Geno Smith, which is just a joke in itself. And big, like, there's, there's obviously like, there's four or five guys that you take over those three, and I know that like Purdy can't because he's in the Super Bowl, and then uh, somebody backed out due to injury. But like, you've got Jared Goff, who was like an MVP candidate for half. The Where the hell is he? You've got Dak Prescott, who was an MVP candidate. He was the leading MVP candidate for most of the season. Where the hell was he? We get Geno Smith, who made the playoffs on a technicality. Like, and Baker was like dominate. Baker was like one of the best guys out year. there. It's annoying. Baker he was, won. Like he, didn't he win like <laughs> yeah. MVP? Yeah, that's it's right. Insane. He like, won the MVP good, and the precision wrong, challenge. Like, 
Baker's good. Don't get me wrong, but like, are we we really want him to be one of the top three NFC quarterbacks representing the NFC in the Pro Bowl? Like, there's no way in hell. I thought the pres- the precision one. I really like get angry about. <laughs> that one gets you. Well, do you just have resentment toward Geno because of the Broncos jersey you have on? I, I don't give a shit. Like, like the resentment's one thing, but like, there's like you're telling me that he was one of the top three NFC quarterbacks this year. We'll, well say no, top clearly, four clearly, obviously, he, one of the top three was in the Super Bowl. Like, there's was no he the best quarterback on his team? Bowler. I'd hope so. Is Drew Locke better? He's a Pro Bowler. Drew Locke was sure as hell better when he fucking who they beat in that close ass game. Drew Locke the had Eagles. a couple of moments this year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He beat the Eagles. Didn't have a game winning drive. Yeah, clutch, yeah. clutch fourth quarter. And then you've had Jalen Hurts, who probably played the worst seven games of his life in the last seven games of his season, and he's still a pro bowler. I don't get it. I'm trying to even think of all the challenges that they, that they have this year. I was trying to, I didn't like go through the YouTube playlist. I was just like clicking on the videos as they were recommended. Oh but yeah. Was... One of the, one of the skill showdown challenges was the closest to the pin in golf. I saw that. Yeah. They were doing other sports. Like we're not like, it was cool. Don't get me wrong, but like, it's a fucking, it's the foot. It's the NFL pro bowl. It's football. Like, I it's actually had so dumb. Like, I had this down as an idea to make it better. Is do we just have to start having these guys do other things like other sports? Like, I think the golf stuff is good. Do they need to just have like a three point shootout at the Pro Bowl? At that point, you may as well just not have like an NFL Pro Bowl and have just like a major sports Pro Bowl and like bring a bunch of players from different like sports leagues, like have an MLB, NBA, NFL, and like NHL like crossover skill showdown type of Pro Bowl. Oh, and then do a bunch of different like that would get more views than what the NFL is currently doing. I'll oh. tell you that much. And then that way, so all of the and all of the leagues wouldn't have to worry about doing their own individual thing as well, too. I don't know if, you know, again, well, with the money stuff, have like but... a true game, if they're still going to have a true game, still do that. But like the NFL doesn't have like an actual game. It's just a bunch of pussy shit now. Yeah, if if it's like if five million people are tuning into the Thursday night thing. And, you know, the NBA feels like the the dunk contest is slipping. You know, bringing I think bringing in Sabrina for the three-point contest to do stuff is just, like, a, a good thing in general. But, again, they're just, like, constantly throwing stuff at the wall with these weekends. I know the the MLB. Like, the MLB weekend combined with the NFL weekend would just be a, a huge boost for the MLB. It would – all of these all of these leagues would just – again, like you're saying, just condense them down to one day. And it's like, you know, now the NBA – you know, the, the, the cities, the scheduling, I feel like maybe it would be a little bit easier too for all the leagues, the TV, they don't have to worry about, Oh, are we losing money on all of these different like events and scheduling? Right. And like, you can like keep it as like a weekend, like format. And then like, if you want to do like, like one day will be like how you have the NBA three point contest, the dunk contest, you can have a home run derby between like all four of the leagues, obviously like make it way shorter for like the people who aren't like major league hitters. But yeah. And then like the next day you could do like NFL skill showdown stuff with like a closest to the pin, like the, the kicker, tic-tac-toe, like the, the best catch, everything like that. Uh, and then have the final day be like flag football because like all four of those sports, I bet you could like, it, it would be competitive as a flag football or even just like, bring back the dodgeball like because did we get dodgeball this year i i didn't even yeah. watch it there was a little there was some dodgeball this year i don't i don't remember which team ended up winning the nfc or the afc but 
they they did have it. And like we're saying as well, too, I think the the key thing with all the events you suggested was they're not like it's not like you suggested that they all go out and run the 40 yard dash where it's like, OK, now Mike Trout's going right. to go out there and t- tear an ACL and the the super combo crossover all star weekend, like closest to the pin, like they are doing that already. So it's like, we'll just bring in the other guys from the other sports to do it. The three point yeah, shootout. It's all like, it's don't all just bring in Sabrina, low, like, bring in Serena. It's it's very low injury risk type of shit. So like, you can't even say that like, oh, we're not going to put our players in it because we don't want them to get hurt. Because if if you've got a guy in a major league sport who's going to get hurt off of a close to the pin challenge, you probably shouldn't. He probably shouldn't be playing a professional sport anyway. There was a golfer at one of the tournaments. I forget which one, but he was just like walking down the fairway and like Dak Prescotted his ankle, just like on on a misstep. <laughs> And I think I want to say he like got back Probably up and just on a sprinkler. Oh, you, he may have. Who knows? Could you sue the course at that point? I'm not sure. We'll get the Rem and Sam legal team on no, it. But I, I think he, I think he might have got just like got up and popped it back into place too. Oh wow! Just a cramp, Howie. I think, for uh, for that guy. But I did have a couple of suggestions to fix it. Like you said, the combining the other sports was one. I, if you were just going to keep it to like NFL, what if you just, what if you just turn it into an esports competition where you're just like, do we even need real <laughs> like football they played on Madden for the pro bowl and COVID year? Really yeah. Just that? have the, yeah. Just have the guys play on Madden. Would more people tune in to watch could that? You imagine. Could you imagine like 11 v 11, like every player is controlled by like a user <laughs> on the field? Like, Can you do that? First of all, if they're playing Madden, that would never work because EA servers would just like shut down. Like, <laughs> EA sucks. Snap your fingers. How, how fucking terrible that game is. But that's, <laughs> that's on the side. Like we don't have to get into that. But that would be cool. Like if you could get as many people as possible controlling on each side of the ball. I feel like it's popular. I, all the kids are watching gaming already. And they're not watching the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it'd be like, obviously, like the audience is tailored to like 11 to 15 year olds because no one over the age of 16 who could legally drive gives a shit for what's going on. Nobody that's going to work is uh, unfortunately watching this. I didn't give a single shit. Like I like I did not have I did not put in any effort to watch it. The only time I watched it was because I was out to eat and it happened to be on one of the TVs there. I didn't go out of my way. I went out of my way to watch the Grammys. Like even even like the drafts for these sports are not considered great events to like go to. I know you went to one and had a, had a good time at it, but they're not like considered. And I think like in turn, like it, ratings and stuff too. They're not always like the most highly rated events. But even like the the core fans like us would you know take the day off of work or make sure we're not working that night to watch the draft. Like we would still prioritize that type yeah. of event like the pro I bowl is just com- yeah yeah the pro bowl is just completely a, a complete write-off like we're saying i was available i was actually watching tv that night i just forgot about it yeah <laughs> i didn't even forget i just went out of my way to not watch it like i just like completely neglected it like i knew it was happening didn't give a shit for it didn't care just let it move on what if they did like a cooking competition just like a chop style showdown between all the guys it's, it's funny because like the stuff that you're bringing up like to get more views huh. is like non-football related and they yeah have i just to do football is hopeless to at this point to watch it it's yeah they have to do non-football to get people to watch it because like people who watch it for the football are being let down because there there basically is none 
The only football suggestion I had was the was Madden. And the only sports yeah, suggestion I had was, was the other sports. Video football. It's yeah, those, insane. It's just like the Pro Bowl year after year is just a joke. I, I hate it. And plus, again, not to go back, like shout out to everybody that made the Pro Bowl. You still have to have, like Baker had a, we, we were, you know, very complimentary of Baker's season afterwards yeah. and in the playoffs. He definitely resurrected his career, but like, you know, and like we love Tyler Huntley, but Tyler Huntley was a pro bowler last year. Like it, it feels like the actual yeah, honor itself <laughs> of being a pro bowler doesn't necessarily bear the same weight that it used to as well. No, not anymore. Like when you talk about old players, like you can bring in the pro bowl accolades, like starting from like probably 2021 and on like having a pro bowl nomination is cool. And like, you can put it on your resume if like a team wants to sign you, but like you kind of like, take it with a grain of salt like back then where you're like oh you made the pro bowl like that was actually like an accomplishment now it just kind of seems like like oh that's nice like three people ahead of you didn't want to do it so they let you play let's see if we can look up some of these older pro bowl teams real quick because i want to see if like is maybe it's just like is it are we just not like do the guys just get lost like do, do the names just get forgotten in the top guys you know those are the guys that we continue to talk about or is it actually the players themselves are actually, I think, different. Because again, like Garner Minshew had a great season, I think, for the Colts this year. They were almost in the playoffs. And the 1938 Pro Bowl, and he was a Pro Bowler this year as well, too. I think that's kind of kind of a stretch. When was the merger? Garner, 70, yeah. 73? Should we go 70? We go 70, yeah. The 1970 Pro Bowl? For quarterbacks, 1970, Daryl LaMonica. I'm trying to remember his nickname. Some the the Mad Bomber, something like that. He had a he had a pretty sick nick, nickname. Shout out to Daryl LaMonica. Bob Greasy, Fran Tarkington, John Brody. John Brody won a league MVP. I think so did Fran Tarkington. And Bob Greasy was the quarterback on the undefeated Dolphins teams. And I think also a, a University of Michigan grad. They. They only have four listed on here, so I don't know if they were doing the same thing with the the injury replacements and stuff like they're doing nowadays. And I don't even know if you know if guys were necessarily sitting out of the Pro Bowl the same way that they do. But all four of these guys are solid. Is Brody in the Hall of Fame? Brody's not in the Hall of Fame. I don't think Greasy is. Oh, Greasy is, and Lamonica isn't. But Lamonica and Brody again both have solid careers, and I think both won league MVPs as well too. Will Garner Minshew ever win a league MVP? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Will Anthony Richardson, though? I think uh, that's uh, the question. But how many years do we give the Pro Bowl? Three more years? How many years? If they, I mean, if they keep at it like this, even next year is going to be even more dead than this year was. Yeah, I think getting so out done by this the... layout is just like it's done. Yeah, getting out done by the Grammys is. I think uh, getting out done three times like that, that kind of number I think is pretty tough, especially yeah. since some of the other award shows as well too. The numbers have been great. I know what's the the other one that just happened the Emmys. I don't think that the ratings for the Emmys yeah, were necessarily super solid, but you, you tuned, you tuned into the Grammys. So is that like a first for you to be locked in on the award show like that? I mean, I try to give, like, the only two award shows that I really give a shit for 
that I try to go out of my way to watch them are the Grammys and the Oscars. Mm. Like I don't, I don't watch the Emmys, uh, like the music choice awards, like the people's choice awards. I don't yeah. like, I don't watch those or anything like these two, like the main music and the main movie are the only two that I really care for. And the Tonys too, right? You're a big Broadway guy. You love the musicals. I hope you're joking. <laughs> Have you ever seen a live stage performance in your life? No. No, I mean, other huh. than like a, maybe a seventh grade play. Maybe like a school play. No, I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think actually I mean, that was in the Christmas play in third grade. Oh, so yeah, but you didn't watch that one. You were just forced to be in that one. Oh, no, I was in it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was in that one. But I think that's kind of where I'm at as well, too. I think the Oscars and the Grammys are definitely the two I'm super locked in on. Yeah. Do you, do you think, so like, do you care about the awards? Like, so I guess, why do you care about the awards? Is it like a legacy thing for the movies, like in a sports way where you're like, oh, let's see like what, you know, what kind of act I know. And the artist too, it's a little different as well with movies because it's only once a year versus an artist can, you know, get nominated year yeah. after year and continue to add the legacy. I guess you get like directors and actors and stuff that can do that as well too. Or is it, you know, is it just like, was it Drake this year being nominated? That, like got you yeah, tuned my, in? Like, yeah, my main thing is just like artists that I like. If I like see they're nominated, like, oh, I'll watch it because I'm, uh, Jesus Christ, I just stuttered like a motherfucker. Because huh. I'm like rooting for those guys to win. Like uh, this year specifically, and I know this is kind of an uproar, a uh, new artist of the year was not Noah Khan, and I'm very upset about it. Oh, really? I think I think I, a lot I know of there's a lot of people that are like Victoria Monet like deserved it because like she's awesome but like at the same time like the new like the standard for like being a new artist is is weird to me because like I know that like it's like the first year of like big recognition is when you're considered like a new artist but like she's been making music for so long mm. when did she and like Noah Khan like this is like his true like I think like second or third year putting out big albums maybe second Maybe even be his first. I don't know it off the top of my head, but I know it's an argument to be made. Because even like Ice Spice, who was another big favorite in the category as well, too, her first album was 2021. So Victoria Monet dropped her first album in 2015, her first single in 2014. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, she's been around for almost a decade, but four albums, 2015, 2018, 2018, and then, oh, five albums, I guess, 2020, 2023. That is, that is kind of pushing it. Because I know even like people were saying with Coco Jones, who was another nominee in the category, who was another, I think, sleeper in the category as well, too, that people were looking at. This category was a stacked category. So it's not like, yeah. you know, I, it's and hard I to say that anybody was like, snubbed or anything like that. Because again, all these were strong contestants. But like Coco yeah, Jones was another. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. To make the argument with like Noah Khan, like his first album was in 2019. So like that, that was five years ago. So I get how like that could be pushing it too. But like, he's like, he's still much newer than she was. And I, I would argue that like more people would li listen to his music than listen to hers. But I don't have those numbers and I'm just speculating. And people were saying with, you know, Coco Jones, she's been in the scene. She's been around for a while, but this is like her first, or she's like early on in her musical career. I'm not super familiar with, work i have to hit her with the shack but but that's what i was that's what i was reading anyways so i honestly didn't realize victoria monet had been around that while i had read too that she of all of the nominees this year she was the most nominated at the grammys 
So she had seven total Grammy nominations. So it was like, okay, that's a good sign that they kind of like her. And, you know, if you were able to sneak on the odds, I think that would have been a good bet. But yeah, you're not a big I Spice guy. I was guy. surprised to see her because I don't, I don't really know who Victoria Monet is. Like, I didn't hear about her until she won that award. Like, and I know that's probably just like me not knowing a lot of music because I kind of stick to like what I listen to. And I, yeah, and I Spice, I Spice music is shit. I don't, I don't know how people can listen to it, but I'm a white male. So anything I say doesn't matter. 8.5 million monthly listeners on Spotify for Victoria Monet, 36.2 for Noah Khan. Yeah. Noah Khan. Talk about eight, top 100. Quadruple it. What is, what is the best song? Stick is season. Oh, pause Stick that. Season. Is that that's that that's the best song. one? Yeah. Okay, that's his uh, most streamed. There's one, so any that makes sense. almost any song on his new album is pretty the, good, and he's dropping a deluxe on Friday. Hmm. There's a post Malone. Is this like an this like an indie guy? Yeah, folk folk music. Folk oh. Our guy Fatterport likes the ukulele. Like, I don't really listen to I don't really listen to his type of music the until banjo. I started listening to him. Like he's kind of like the only person in his genre that I listen to. But, but he's like got good. you hooked. His, his, his music's good. I was going to also suggest a couple of things to fix the Grammys as well, too. But as I was looking at the numbers, I mean, 17 million is not bad. I think for an award no, show. not bad at all. On a I mean, what's I the Oscars average a year, though? That one's probably up there. Because the NFL just kind of screws everything in terms of what the numbers should look like. <laughs> yeah. Drew up 43% in... 1970 the academy awards the 95th so in oscars drew an average audience of 20 mil oh okay i have a, i have 2022 16 so it was up a little bit yeah from uh and then what is the 2024 oscars so those those two are going strong that's good because those those are again the two that and i think the, the most people those are the two that i think they are the easiest for people to follow and i i I think it'd be cool if people followed it in the same way that they do, you know, awards things for other things. Cause then it kind of makes the conversation yeah. a little bit interesting. And uh, the Oscars this year is on March 10th. Mm. So, and I have a, I have a pretty, I have a pretty good feeling that Oppenheimer is probably going to be pretty well nominated. I haven't looked at any nominations or anything yet. I'm sure they're probably already out since it's, a month ahead but i think it is the most nominated movie that one's gonna be up there i would hope so it was definitely the most well-produced movie that i've seen in a very long time yeah i have high hopes for our boy nolan this year that he's gonna do pretty good that is it for this episode again apologies on a shorter episode than normal i know we like to hold ourselves to a high standard here but we will be back with Sam for the Ribbon Sam podcast on Saturday. Stay tuned for that. Subscribe to the Spotify. Subscribe to the Apple. Ribbon Sam on YouTube. Ribbon Sam on all platforms. Give us five stars if you think about it. Tell a friend. Be back next week. Shout out to our guy Fataport. Follow him on Twitter at Ian Fataport. You guys can give him a follow. And we will be back with him, of course, after the Super Bowl. Breaking everything down. Previewing the Super Bowl this week with Sam. Be back. Thank you guys for listening.
Oh, also, uh, I, I got, I'm trying this new hard drive thing as well too, but it does disconnect sometimes. So if it disconnects, we may have to restart the meeting. Otherwise it won't like record the, the rest of it or whatever, okay. but it shouldn't be an issue. I think I've, I think I've got it hooked up anyways, uh, three, two, one.